everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the Four Keeps, Departure Part 9. Today is May 3rd, 2021, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Ghost of Saltmarsh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyrant Security, and many more to come. We upload three times a week, and you can also find us anywhere audio casts are made available under the same moniker. I am speaking of things that are being made available for free. If you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at that there Patreon, and we will do our best to respond in kind. But if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful spaces, and you're thinking to yourself, where can I go to help support this incredible show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and most importantly, we also have Tia masks. That's right, we have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, available in all five of her glorious chromatic colors, done up by our very own Cyberwolf1201. So, all of the proceeds of those face masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So, if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no s at the end, .redbubble.com. But, that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey RJ, who are you playing today? Hey everybody, I'm RJ, he, him, and today I'll be playing Kalem, the Shatterkai Wizard, also he, him. Hello, I'm LB Hackabup. Uh, I'm playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Finder. Both she, her. Yeah. I'm Cyber. I use he or any pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Arjon. He is a draconian ranger cleric who uses he, him pronouns. Hey, everybody. Uh, Wings, also known as Danae Keener, she, her, uh, playing as Coriander, the Eldrin Paladin, she, they. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, it was about two weeks ago, that's totally fine, because the recap is going to be quite glorious. Uh, it was a really, really, really long session of combat. You guys had uh, began hearing screams and cries coming from the Dragon Forge. Uh, there was smoke rising from the distance after you had dealt with a worm-infested deer. Uh, and upon making your way to the Dragon Forge, who else would be there besides the biggest asshole on this side of Alira? Kodeth the Blood Ravager. Uh, at this point, yeah, that was his full name. Uh, so, you managed to, I would say, make quick work, but our entire last session was full of combat. Uh, Ren, in an elven form, ended up getting stabbed in his kidney, which he thought was very humorous, as he morphed into a ancient green dragon and was put toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with a Baylor that... Well, Kodeth's crew had summoned. Uh, it was at that point that you also realized that Kodeth had teamed up with the remaining forces of the Keshen on the mainland. And at this point, 
uh, things looked pretty grim. Uh, combat was going about as well as one would expect, and that is when you started to hear a rumble in the sky of deep thunder. But that thunder was accompanied by laughter, as striking down from a bolt of lightning, you saw a white draconian accompanied by several other uh, scaled individuals. They weren't necessarily also dragonborn, but you could definitely see white scales kind of like creeping up their necks or on the sides of their faces, that sort of thing. Uh, this white dragonborn, laughing, uh, took on an enlarged spell and went toe-to-toe -to -toe with this Baylor, uh, accompanied by Ren. It was at that point that your crew was able to focus down on an Afrit, a Fire Elemental, a Deep Seldari, and Kodeth himself. And being able to focus on that rather than the effects of the town, you were able to make, again, relatively quick work. It was at this point that Kodeth fell in combat where Arjan was able to let him know that he was not the monster. Kodeth was. Uh, and that is when he was able to unleash a torrid of acidic breath onto him. As the battle came to a close, you all began to hear a song, a song accompanied by the presence of the Dragonforge, something that had previously only been visible to dragonkind, but instead you all could see this magnificent tower stretching up to the sky. And from the roof of this tower, you could hear this song emanating as Arjan began to glow with this purplish energy, the white dragonborn, white energy. Ren with green, Kendek with red, and Strom with blue, as that same energy seemed to spread over the Dragonforge itself, being accompanied by this song. The battle finally over. That is where we left off last week, or last time we played, rather. So, uh, as we start off, uh, Calum, make a religion check for me. Okay. Uh, religion is this button. Starting off strong, Calum, with a nine. Okay, with a nine, Calum, as you see, as you hear this song, as you see this sphere, this half sphere kind of encompassed from the top of the Dragon Forge down across the city, you start getting like goosebumps almost. And you start having this worry of, oh fuck, this is going to become consecrated ground. Uh, as an individual who allies themselves uh, with the forces of undeath, this seems like it is going to be a bad time. Uh, however, as you watch this dome kind of finish its shimmer over the town, you wait. And nothing happens. But there is still that moment of worry where it's like, Am I just going to get obliterated from this? But thankfully, the answer is no. Okay, that's fine, I guess. See, this is why you follow the evil gods. It's true. Um, so, uh, as this is happening as well, uh, the white draconian begins to shrink down in size the effects of the enlarged spell wearing off and this ancient green dragon that there is a crowd of onlookers that have been watching all of this unfold uh see and point to again the only living dragon that they have ever seen before and you see that form sort of shimmer 
for a brief moment and then sink into the shadows. And then the shadow seems to stretch and coming around from the side of a building, you see Ren, uh, who uh, is doing his best to put on the performance that this was something that he cast magically, like still holding on to his side, saying like, oh, what a grievous injury I had, that sort of thing, uh, to try and keep up this uh, ruse that there is not another dragon still alive on the continent. Yes, Caleb. I did the server it's, thing and asked you when you had a mouthful of food. What's up? No, it's just Caleb's going. It's like, oh, I I may have suffered quite a grievous injury here. I think I need help. Dude, that was fucking lit. How did you do that? Oh, oh ancient magics. I am quite a wizard. And he just like looks at you and then gives like gives you this look like. Wink. Ancient elven magics. Gilskari magics. Uh, Gilskari magics. Stars nope. aren't aligned. Can't do it. Not today. Okay. <laughs> uh, and at that, uh, the white draconian uh, will look towards Ren and just give like a hearty slap on the back and uh she says something in draconian i believe there are only two of you are in yeah draconian there are only two of you that can actually speak that language um and she says um whatever magics that was great job speaker great job uh and as she's giving this slap um arjan you have a high enough passive perception and you can kind of get a good, you can get a, a better look at this at this draconian who has arrived onto the scene. They have a great axe that the head of which is a metal that is almost obsidian black, but it is not made of stone. You can see that she wears like these leather uh, leather bracers and wraps on her legs that have what looks like chunks of gems sort of like decoratively put in there. Uh, she's wearing a large open-faced uh, long leather coat. And the thing that strikes you as the most notable about her entire appearance is that along her neck she actually wears a necklace that looks like it is full of teeth specifically canine teeth and from your positioning they don't look like they are animal teeth but they look like they're almost humanoid i have to say this is a uh very unexpected arrival. And she... Do you say this in common or draconic? Draconic. And she stifles and looks over in your direction. How do you do this? How are you one with the flying? And she, like, makes, like, a big gesture as well. Uh, so those of you who don't speak Draconic can at least get a, a like, visual cues as I to what she's I can translate for yeah. everyone. Sijin said that there was going to be need of help down this way. We came as soon as we could, but I'm not... Sijin? Yes, our speaker. Speaker for the Great Ma. Oh. 
Sorry, where are my manners? I am Jirana. And you? Ah, Sean. Says her name's Jirana. Arjan. Oh, good. We haven't met her before. I was worried that I've forgotten someone again. Hi. Like, looks over towards uh, towards Gwen and just like a ah. quick wave and then back to Arjan. Uh, this is Gwen, Corey, uh, Calum. Uh, Calum's the only other person who can speak our tongue. Are, you, are they your followers? No. Friends. Oh, that's very nice of you to be friends with Flightless. They must do some things incredible. They do. How? Tell her she's really good at fighting. How bad does my house look? Uh, or my town. So thankfully, uh, the majority of the fires that were there have been mostly put out uh, as Gwen had used uh, her axe to summon forth a battalion of uh, Goliath barbarians who are more of like at this point like an emergency rescue squad like twice now you've been like save the people and they go out and do that so your town is not looking the best but it's not destroyed Nothing has been burned to the ground. Any fires that there were are in the process of being put out. Uh, and any kind of screams or yelling that there was has since subsided uh, as combat has come to an end. Uh, you do still have a headless corpse that you acid-breathed the face off of behind you. But other than that, you're looking totally fine. Do... With all the people that have been arriving, uh, is there anybody who can uh, provide enough food to uh, <laughs> uh, properly host the this like tribe of arrivals? Yes, thankfully there was only about five of them that showed up of this new group. Um, but thankfully, Ren has been stockpiling food, helping things kind of get moving with the development of the town. So you will have enough uh, to support everyone here. That's a non-issue. Um, Ren, would you happen to have a some sort of notation or registry of what materials were used in the formation of the houses here? Well, I could always check the books, but oh, this deep injury. I will have to be bedridden for quite some time. And he gives you a wink. Uh, here, accompany me to my to my chamber. Are you really the Liar King? Was that was that a title? Am I misremembering no, that? No, he was called the Liar King before. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just riding a high. I haven't been like that in quite some time, and it's, like, still full of it. Yeah, you're full of something. Blood and explain this to me later. humanoid guts that almost were spilled onto the ground. Oh, woe is me. Uh -huh. I'm being rude. Uh, welcome. Uh... Oh, I'm sure that we have a place for you to stay. How long are you going to be staying? And also, thank you for helping defend 
this place. The speaker said this place was... She did not know where this place was. But I could hear it. I could hear the song. It was like honing me in in this where I needed to go. And then as we arrive, there's fire, there is bloodshed, there is that big red thing that exploded when I killed it. It was incredible. Does this happen to you often? More often than I'm comfortable with. I would love to stay for a long time then. Uh, then make yourself at home. And uh, she calls out, um, and it's it's strange because it it is almost like she's speaking in draconic, but it is similar to the Gilskari, where it's a mix of draconic and some other language. And the individuals that she arrived with, like they hear her call out. And they all, like, nod, give thumbs up, uh, and then uh, begin going to actually help alleviate. You see one of them begins, um, they will pull out, uh, like, they have uh, cases on either of their hands. And as they clack them together, uh, you see lightning spark. And as they pull back, they push forward, and a big burst of wind will actually douse one of the fires uh that is nearby and they uh her group is actually going to go out and help salvage the town that she can uh she says um if i'm going to make it like my home i'd prefer my home not to be on fire so don't mind if i help and yeah she will uh she says are there more like you more like us Who's your, who's your there are three of us. Three? Oh, well, yourself, me, and our forge master. I'd like to meet this forge master. But first, home should not be on fire. Yes, please find yourself a home. Yes. Uh, and uh, she just, like, turns and begins walking in the direction of this town, and you just hear her start cackling as she does uh there is like a member of the keshin that's trying to run away and she just points towards them and starts like chasing after them at full speed maybe it's the translation is she a bitch are we cool with her i think we're cool with her the cackling is okay it's unsettling but i mean she fights really well yeah why are you running? I'll have the Goliaths put out some fires too. Okay. Because I, I, well, they'll be up for an hour, right? Yeah. And that lasted like five minutes, not even. All things considered, that combat lasted maybe like, uh, like forty-five seconds tops. Long uh, time. Whereas. Uh, Ren is putting on uh, a, an act of like acting more hurt than he actually is. Uh, Corey is doing the opposite, um, where there are just uh, <laughs> like basically make sure everyone's okay. Like taps Gwen for some cure wounds, and it's all like, all right, cool. Uh, 
Girana seems neat. Okay, bye. And then like Corey just kind of like goes into a building and finds a place to sit down and just passes the fuck out because uh, she is completely out of um, hit dice. Uh, and as you said, uh, use them all up within 45 seconds. Corey's got big sleepy energy right now. Yeah, she does. Okay, so Corey, you were going into a building to just kind of like flump. Yep. Uh, she like walks into a building, kind of leans against the wall, and then just slides down and then stays there for the next four hours. For sure. Kalem's uh, going to follow Ren, take a quick short rest, and look through some ledgers. Yeah. Uh, and Ren, as you're, as you're walking up, he's just like, you know, it's been a long time since anyone actually stabbed me. Now that I think about it, it's probably been at least 60, 80 years. I mean, I've had a boar try and gore me once, but that was a mistake on the boar's end. It really shouldn't have tried to do that. Was I overselling it? I haven't been injured as a humanoid. Uh, so. Just a little. I wouldn't think that the speaker of the Gil Gilscari would get up to a lot of combat. Thank you. Well... I'm sorry for overselling it, but I kind of need to, well, it's not like I can go out and just memory wipe everybody that's out there. I mean, maybe next time kind of undersell the pain, like do the stoic thing. It's true. I could try that. Anyways, do you think this is going to turn into a cool scar? He <laughs> kind of like shows it as just kidding and he like I'm... motions his hand over it and as he does it just seems to instantly heal over oh okay i was gonna say if you want me to stitch it up to look like a school oh, scar no. i could do that mm. no thank you does that transfer over to your form like does it show as like a kink in the armor or what no why would it have that oh if i'm trying no. If I am revealing myself and my full prowess, why would I show signs of weakness? I don't know how dragons work, and this is like a first-time thing for me, so I have questions. Well, if you ever are curious, I am more than willing to talk about things. Now, ledgers are located over there. I always make sure to get double copies of what the Abishai are working on. Beautiful. Okay. I'm going to take a short rest and then start fabricating material. Be my guest. And uh, as he says this, he says, I am actually going to, well, help, I guess. And as he says this, um, you see that he sort of makes a scooping motion with his hand. And as he does, it seems like he just picks up Shadow from the surrounding area and then applies it onto his face and he just has a he looks like joe worker like just your average dude and he's going to then exit the building and then go and actually help with you know putting out fires chasing down cashin that sort of thing cool all right so Gwen is busy, uh is helping putting out fires Corey is taking a rest Calum is looking at ledgers Arjan what are you up to? I need to build a pyre. Thankfully, there is a lot of wood nearby. A lot of it's already on fire. A lot of it is already on fire. Um, 
does uh, does Kodeth have a uh, uh, talisman trinket um, something that links him to his patron yeah uh, I think he he probably would have he would have made one um, and when you go and like do you ask him about it or are you just like going into the forge like finding something real quick Kodeth? yeah or no not Kodeth. sorry i was thinking kendex same problem as two weeks ago uh yes um Kodeth definitely has something on him uh that links him to his patron and as you are looking at it it looks like a medallion that has a like a very very fancy m written on it is it the McDonald's arches? Almost, but more villainous. Uh, do I do I recognize uh, the patron? Um, make a Arcana or religion check, and I would say that you would have advantage on this because of your previous ties to the Blood Hunters. Twenty three. Twenty three. You would recognize this as Mephistopheles. Mephisto confirmed. Um, yeah, uh, I I need to build a pyre uh, and uh, do the blood hunter right. Okay. Um, yeah, and I would say that as you are um, as you're like getting the blood hunter right uh, ready and building this pyre. Um, Things that you would find on Kodeth's uh, on Kodeth's person, um, you see that he is wearing a fancy set of boots. Uh, he has his plate armor that he is wearing, and then he also does have uh, several coin pouches that seem to be jangling quite nicely. Okay, well we're gonna put those aside as well. Um, but I'm going to uh, throw him down on the pyre. Um uh do the i don't i don't know if arshan is still able to do the uh, blood circle um uh, lighting on fire thing but he can at least light the pyre uh and invoke mephistopheles uh, the pack that you had with this one is over please guide him to whatever's next throws it in the fire and as you say this he's doing this uh, yeah. he has set this up outside of the hollow yeah, ground, yeah, by yeah. the way safe bet uh and as you say this um and toss the medallion in and you hear like a like it's almost like the the medallion as it hits against a piece of burning wood causes a popping and hissing sound and as it does, uh, and you say, guide him to whatever is next, you hear a gladly seems to come from the flames. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and he will, he'll, he'll say the blood hunter words. Um, I don't have them pulled up. That's fine. I don't want to dig for them. Not and I feel like guy. we don't want to linger on Arshan saying them anymore. <laughs> so we'll move on. 
Okay, so that is, um, that is, I would say that takes you about the time uh, of a short rest. So as Calum is looking through ledgers and Gwen is finishing putting up fires, Arjan, by the time that you return, um, you can see that the fires are mostly put out at this point. There are still like a few like smoldering spots, but nothing like there are no open flames. Everything has been contained. Uh, Gwen, you are probably just like covered in soot uh, at this point from again, like opening burning buildings, like making sure no one's inside or that, are there any cashing in here? Like quit hiding, where are you at? <laughs> uh, and that is actually what you've seen Jarana do is that like, she is like very like clearly checking everything out. Um, and Gwen, make a perception check as you were kind of like coming into contact with these, um, with these more tribal folk, uh, mm. with Jarana, that sort of thing. Okay, 18. In 18, there is something about the gems that Jirana has on her bracers and wraps that you also see on the other individuals as well. Uh, one, like the castuses look very familiar that this individual is using is on each of the knuckles. There are what look like these gems that have been implanted into them. They look like the Echo Shard gauntlets. Huh. And uh, the individual that you had seen use a bow on the end, like on the firing area, uh, on the haft of the bow, you can see that there is also like a little piece of echo shard that is there. Huh. Uh, excuse me, Miss Dragon Lady. Uh, do you speak common? Girana, speak many things. Would you feel more comfortable speaking giant if you speak that? She tilts her head. I'm just trying to make you comfortable here. She squints. Um, she's not exactly sure and just says, speak small giant. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was calling me a small giant for a second there. Uh, uh, I'm Gwen. Tribe leader. Thunder alive this is basically what Jirana is hearing uh the you, three you are cutting cutting out a little bit yeah i'm sorry uh i'm speaking in common uh i am uh, gwen's just explaining that she's of tread thunder clan and hold up her my connection is unstable this is what we get for all being on different computers uh good we back? It's coming back ever so slightly. Uh, this is basically what Jirana is able to understand. It's just like uh -huh. such broken bits of your common phrases she'll, it's coming through. She'll show off her gauntlets. And then uh, Jirana, like, like her eyes get big and you see that she has a very wide smile and she points to her own bracers as well. Uh, and then like points to those, points to her own bracers like, oh, it's the same. Yeah, and she'll like turn around and show off her back tattoo, the the tribal one. Jirana thinks that it. Uh, she like emotes that like she thinks that it's cool. All right, cool. Where the fuck did Kalem go? Is Arjan close? Yeah. Uh, at this point, you see Arjan is like coming in from the woods, having made like a little aside. You also see that Kodeth's body is not there, so you're assuming that he was doing blood hunter stuff. Okay. 
Uh, she'll uh, motion for Arjan to come in. Can you let her know that I am the leader of the Tread Thunder clan and ask her if she has any connection with the Goliaths? Uh, yeah, I will relay that. Uh, Gerana says that she uh, has uh, that the Unan have no Goliaths. Does that, does that tribe name sound familiar? It does not. Ask her where she got the things that match mine. And the, what did you call them? Echo Shard. No, the... the oh, the, the Unan. U-N-A-A-N. The, the, the punchy thing, the punchy weapon. Seistus. And the Seistus, where did you, uh, how did you come across that? Uh, and Jirana says, um, that, uh, she is from the mountains and, uh, specifically like the mountains to the North are called the Echo Shard Mountains because of their prevalence yeah. of this material. Um, okay. she lives in the far Northern reaches. These minerals are fairly common where she comes from. Uh, so as far as like working with metals, it's not something that they do primarily, mm -hmm. but using these gems, using those instead, that's something that's much more common for them. Mm -hmm. Cool. Tell her she fights well. You fight well. You see that she, like, puffs up her chest a little bit uh, and says, uh, I did not survive 23 long winters without learning how to fight. Oh, she's old. 23. Um, 23. She a baby. I'm... That doesn't match up to... Okay, so that's that's older than Arjan. You, uh, significantly older than Kendek. Um, and you, your ancestors. What, what do you know of your origin? My origin is vast, full of story and grandeur. Uh, she says, um, I am a descendant of Great Ma, the ever-feasting, uh, as, as are all of us, blessed by them. Uh, and she will explain uh, that... Um, in in the as far as uh, her people's history, there was a great white dragon that had lived named Great Ma, the ever feasting. Uh, the Unan people respected Great Ma for their hunting prowess, their size, and the fact that it could kill their entire group of people very very easily. So instead of being afraid of it, they showed it respect and reverence and treated this white dragon almost like a god. Uh, and this white dragon, as not necessarily thanks, uh, but realizing, oh, they will just keep feeding me things if I just don't eat them. Like, they will feed me bigger and tastier things than them if I just, like, don't eat them right away. Uh, it allowed them to kind of thrive as this small cluster up in the mountains. Uh, and then as Great Ma was dying... Uh, it bestowed upon her people a gift. Uh, and that is where uh, her blessing comes from. 
is that everyone in her village has signs of their connection to Great Ma. These uh, white dragon scales that uh, will grow upon them. And every several hundred years, one such as Jirana is born. Uh, in that rather than being only slightly draconic, they come out as a full draconic creature. And this is a purely physical thing. They've never, like, manifested. I'm not sure what that word means. Uh, well, in my case, uh, my dragon ancestor, his soul lived within me and spoke to me and tried to take over my body multiple times. And you did not let them? If Great Ma asked me to use my body in order to bring about an Age of Dragons, I would let it. My father and I have a very different relationship. Makes sense. I'm going to say in common uh, to, to Arjan, sort of as an aside, uh, should we tell her about the whole uh, <clears throat> five-headed friend you have? The really big one who lives in a very hot place. Hmm. And what do you know about the scale tyrant? Um, and she says, well, only what Sijin has told us. That once there were more dragons, then there were fewer. Now there are none. There are those who have their blessings, such as myself and Sijin. But before that, where did they come from? There was two. One uh, single-headed, not great hunter, very disappointing in stories dragon, and then there was her. The big queen. She has five heads. There was greens and the blacks and the blue and the red and the white. And she has all of this power and commands armies vaster than eyes can see. I know she already knows about it. If I could meet her one day, show my appreciation oh. most, most wholeheartedly. I have heard her song. Every few times her? I hear her song. I heard her song not even an hour ago. Should we tell her that we know her? Just smile. I, I don't know. Alright. I don't know if she wants me to, like, make this a matter of faith or not. Alright, cool, cool. Uh, have you met a Rask? Have you met a Rask? Who's a Rask? Uh, shiny Dragon. Shiny sort dragons of... are like the big single-headed hunter. That is what Sijin has told us. Okay. They have not. Oh. Was, do you know about this Sijin? Can we meet this Sijin? If you come back to Gre if you come back to Greyma or Greatma Cavern, yes. Ask her if they're interested in trading. I, and... I'm just trying to hook up with the Goliaths to the new new outpost. And uh, we'll talk about that. That might actually need to be something that we go through Sitchin for. 
uh whenever you whenever she's saying great Maw cavern is she talking about back in the uh, echo shard yes she's talking about her home Right now, Sitchin is currently doing her best to fight off against the Iskin. They come every winter when the nights are longest. Tell me more. Well, Iskin, they look like... Uh, and she points over towards uh, a humanoid that is currently like walking by. They look like them, but they have long teeth. And they will always try their best to hunt others whenever it is darkest. Up near Gretma, there is uh, a period of about, uh, it is like one long day, it lasts forever, seemingly so, but, yes, Caleb. Motherfucker, are you talking about vampires? <laughs> Looking at the teeth that she is wearing on a necklace, you're thinking that she's talking about vampires. I'm not in this scene. You are not. Arjan, however, is, and he has a, a little bit of a history with that sort of thing as well. They used to come to our they used to come to our village frequently, but Tirana make them scared. Sijin taught us how to hunt, so whenever they try to come to our village, we remind them to leave Great Ma alone. They're holding back fucking vampires. Wait, there are wait, vampires are real? Yes. Holy shit. Can we go hunt vampires? That I mean if we want to meet the Sijin, then probably. <sighs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh two thumbs up to the dragon lady. Um, I'm gonna go tell the guys that we're gonna go hunt vampires. Okay. Well, I not not right now, but they'll be excited. She motions to the Goliaths. Okay. Is we'll talk about the trading later. Is there anything else you needed me for? Uh, I don't think so. Solid. Yeah. Great to meet you. Good fighting. Woo. Woo. <laughs> And she's going to run off to the other glass. Hey, guys, guess what? There is just like, as, like Gwen, like, quits. Here are vampires. We're going to hunt them. It's just, oh! like, there are like big cheers from the Goliaths. And then she's like, okay, 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 okay. All right. You guys did great. I appreciate you so much. Time to go. You guys take a break. Take a nap. You did great. They okay. come in and for a big old group hug. And then they just get absorbed into her. Yeah. Um, and with uh, the remaining time while Caleb is uh, out, I'm going to make sure that Jirana is introduced to Kendak. Yeah. Uh, when she meets Kendak, Kendak like removes the helmet that he is wearing uh, on this kind of like reddish-looking plate mail, uh, and she just gives him like a big smack on the back. Uh, and then, uh, also tells him, uh, like, you were a great fighter. Like, she really enjoyed, uh, the bits that she was able to see of him fight. And he just is like, uh, like, he just doesn't know how to respond to somebody that is being just as brunt and rowdy as Jirana. Um, and he just sort of like, 
nods uh, and says uh, that she wasn't half bad either. And she looks like almost offended uh, at being called half bad. And she's like, not half bad. I was incredible. Tiny one said so. Uh, and then like points in the direction of Gwen. Uh, and at that uh, Stroom will actually come up uh, as well as he had been following Kendak. And Jirana will lean down uh, and say, What is this? What is Small Great One doing here? Uh, that is Stroon. Stroon is the Drake that was uh, holding the place down before Kendak and I got here. Stroon. And she, like, gets down to be on eye level and extends her hand out, and Stroon just sort of, like, like squinches up the nose a little bit and then smells. And then as they get close, Jirana starts, like, like rubbing and massaging, uh, like, the lower neck of Stroon. And you hear, like, there is, like, this... It's almost like if a gator could purr. Like, Stroon just seems to, like, enjoy her giving scritchies. Uh, and, uh, she just says, you are a mighty creature. Incredible. Shoot lightning from your mouth. Then just, like, kind of, like, sloshes his head from side to side. And, uh, she then stands and says, um, this one is Forge Master, correct? Yes. What is biggest weapon you have ever made? Is it as big as axe? And she like holds up her great axe and Kendek just sort of like looks at the armor that he's wearing. Like holds up his great sword. Um and like his he just does not know how to communicate with this with this kind of person. He's used to communicating with Gwen, but this is like this is like also his height. Like Jirana is is roughly around eight feet tall. Um, and I would say that it is around that time, uh, Calum, that you have gotten through looking, uh, you've gotten done looking through these notes, um, and you've come out onto the, like, come out onto the land as well, uh, or the landing, and you see these three dragonborn speaking to each other, um, as well, or these three draconians speaking to each other, as well as Strune, who is, uh, currently there, but just, like, looking up, looks up. And, like, seems to be following along with their conversation, but is almost expecting more pets. He'll give a wave to Arjan and, like, kind of mouth everything okay, like, raising the bottom of the mask. Arjan, thumbs up. Cool. Well, this is gonna suck. And he will walk out into town and start asking people to help collect, like, trees and detritus and kind of start piling them up in the center of town okay uh yeah as you as you are asking for this um the tribesmen are going to come over as well um and they speak to you uh but they uh seeing as uh you had been translating earlier and they had seen you uh seen they had seen you do this uh, they are going to ask if, uh, kind of like, oh, is there anything that we can do to help uh, Indraconic? Uh, and when you let them know, one of them uh, who, uh, one of them kind of like nods uh, and says, I can fell trees. 
and you see uh, that they have a hand axe uh, on their hilt, and the axe head is actually made of this same gem-like material that you've seen on Gwen's uh, gauntlets before. And you watch as they will exit the barrier, go up to one of these trees that you have asked, like, oh, can you cut them down? And as they rear back, you see the axe head begin to glow with this electric blue, and they cut forward as almost like an arc beam just shoots forward and cuts through about five different trees as they all begin to fall. And they turn, put their hands on their hips, and in Draconic, I can fell trees. Elam takes a step to the right as one crashes next to him. <laughs> you can fell trees. And, Very well. Uh, the one with the bow comes up and like pats the other on the back and says... Falling them and cleaning them are two different things. Uh, and uh, oh, I, the I can one do with that. The, yeah, the one with the bow just, uh, calls the other one Dorn. So Dorn is the one with the axe. And over the process of the next 10 minutes, Calum takes a hand, drags it through the air, and there's a shadowy like doppelganger of himself that steps out as he casts Fabricate, and it begins to like hew the tree and then f process it into raw lumber. Hell yeah. Uh, I would also say during this time, uh, the tribesmen that are here will introduce themselves to you. Uh, the one with the bow, uh, his name is Tengen. There is Dorn, who uses the axe. Uh, Haida uh, is the one with the castus. And then there is Saldo. Uh, and Saldo does not speak. Uh, and they inform you that uh, Saldo lost their tongue. It's a very funny story. They will never be able to tell you about it. Oh, okay. And they all seem to, like, have a really good time with this. And Saldo, just, like, stone face, like, give them an axe. And they just, like, affirmative nod and go over. Well, you all seem like a... Rowdy isn't the right word. Effective bunch. And they all look at each other just like, yeah, like they they enjoy being called effective. Um, so you all, from what I gathered, them talking, um, someone told you all to come down here? They nod and say, old Grayscale, she was the one who told us to come here. Well, told Girana, but... Uh, Jirana tells us, of course we go. Jirana is basically like a soon-to-be speaker. Well, once Grayscale passes, but she's been alive for a very long time. Right. He'll pull out a map, actually, and ask if they can show where they're from. Is Would it correlate to where... Is it past the... Oh, lord... I want to say Kevin's grave. The Rookery of Bones. Rookery of Bones. Uh, yeah, it seems like they, like, put their finger to the edge of the mountain and then just, like, keep going. And then they're, like, running their finger through the grass and then just keep going. Then they sort of just, like, shrug and say they don't know. Uh, do you know where the Forest of Eyes is? No, but that sounds like quite a sight. Do you say ice or eyes? Eyes. Trees, they can see ah. you. And sometimes I... they follow you. It's not fun. 
that sounds very perturbing, actually. I would hate that. It's kind of like when you sit in a room with some dolls and they kind of feels like they're looking at you as you walk past. That's why you don't draw eyes on the dolls. Hmm. Fair point. Forced of eyes. Could I make a history check if I've ever... Sure. Anybody ever explored that far north? Hell yeah. 18. With an 18, out of all of the books that you've read and of all of the tales that you have encountered, not one has mentioned a forest of eyes. Hmm. Well, I guess we could put that on the docket if it's pertinent to whatever Arjun's doing. Oh, boy. They will ask you how many long winters you have been through. Honestly, I've lost count. And they all just, like, like, just, like, flabbergasted. Like, how can you lose count of long winters? Well, I used to live in a tower for a very long time, so I didn't really know when was winter, summer, spring. Well, I would know when winter's around. It got really cold. I would say, like, 25. They, like, seemed to nod and just like, okay, that's a good enough number for them. What about all of you? Um... Uh, Tengen says uh, that they have, uh, thankfully, with uh, Sijin's help, they have uh, gone through 28 long darks. Um, Dorn has been through 35. Haida, uh, the youngest of them, has been through 19. And Saldo, uh, has been through 25 as well. Saldo looks older than the others, um, but it could just be the stress. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. Well, so... Up north, there are times when night just lasts a longer time, I assume, when you say long dark. Yes. Uh, and they say um, that they will, that they refill their, uh, they refill lanterns almost uh, with the same, they refill lanterns at the same pace as it would uh if they were burning a lantern straight for 30 days. Hmm. So you all keep track of your months in 30-day cycles. Okay. Huh. What is a month? It's a period of time that is just basically in a group. Makes things easier to keep track of. Like... Well, you have long sum You have long summer, long dark. No in-between, huh? Yes, some in between. It does not straight shift. Well, um, sometimes long dark to... is well. It's pure dark, thirty. Then kind of begins to taper, where you get like one hour of day, two hours of day, and then more and more, and then you know when the long dark is coming because the hours, the sun gets shorter. That's very far north. <laughs> They nod. Like, yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just um, surprised. That's all. 
Imagine our surprise. It's supposed to be dark here. And it's like late evening, but like the sun is still like setting. You can still see it off in the distance. Well, if you stick around long enough, it gets unbelievably hot. And they like all look at you and or they look at you and just like Haida is like, I would like to experience this long hot. <laughs> long hot, huh? Oh, yep, they it. say it with a straight face looking dead at you. What are you going to do about it? Long, hot, draconian summer. It's a hot, draconian anthem. Everybody throw your hands up. Um, uh, I guess uh, Calum will use his... It's a really quick motion, but he will use minor image and then the photography spell or portrait spell on a glass orb and he'll show them like a barley field in the summer they are just astounded looking at this um and they ask uh they ask what uh what dragon uh you descend from which great one you descend from that you could learn oh. such power uh, <laughs> it's a very long story. I've not heard of long story, but I am I, I'm excited to find out more. We'll talk. We'll talk a bit more as the, as you stay here. Yeah. Uh, and Caleb, as you are uh, interacting with these individuals, um. You kind of can, again, you can see that they have, like, dragon scales that are, like, growing in patches on their skin. And as they are using these items, you recognize this as it's almost like a less formulaic, more rudimentary version of an arcane focus. Like it seems like the axe that uh, the axe that Dorn is using, the bow that Tengen uses, the cases that Haida uses, they are treating them like they are arcane focuses, and are able to cast spells through them. But you're not exactly sure how. I mean, I mean, I can assume by their like lineage and stuff, there is some sort of draconic ancestry going through. They're using the focuses to just bring it out yeah but they just seem much more martial than hmm. learned if we do travel up north i'd like to talk with one of your smiths who made your weapons and they uh they nod uh and say most of these are passed down other than that then make it yourself Interesting. You find tanners, well, people who are able to put the gems inside the echo shards. My style of casting is actually more related to what you guys do. Oh. And he'll um, he'll show them a guiding bolt, striking his hand against the ground and placing it on top of the shield, pulling it back like a bow and arrow, and then firing it off into the air. Dorn just starts like 
like using the back of his hand to beat on uh tengen's chest and like points at you while he's doing it uh and like you hear him quickly say like oh his is way better than yours uh and tengen just like shut the fuck up like it's 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 not about the size of the bolt well i can only do it a couple of times i'm pretty sure you've mastered your skill uh, and they just sort of like brush you off uh, and say um, they're sure that long stories power flows through you just fine. Hmm. Long story. Yes, that is where you said you got your power from. Oh, huh. <laughs> right. Well, it was a pleasure meeting all of you. And they... Uh, they say, uh, like, affirmative likewise. Um, then we'll go back to just, like, cleaning up a bunch of the brush, making sure that even, like, your fabricate can only do so much. They are just like, okay, now it's time to, like, cut wood. We are good at chopping wood. But then, like, you have to, like, explain to them it needs to be this specific length. We need to do it this way. Like, you're not sure if they use wood to build houses. Mm-hmm. But he'll cast, like, two fabricates, and there's just a pile of raw material for builders to use. Yeah. And I would say this is about, like, hour and a half in. Uh, so, Gwen, you have, uh, like, you are currently probably helping, like, cut down the, uh, cut down the surrounding woodlands, uh, make sure that everyone's okay. Uh, you see that Arjan is having a, a brief meeting, uh, communication with, like, you would, you were there when she mentioned, like, oh, yeah, we hunt vampires, um, which is what you, like, immediately had to run off, uh, to tell the group about. So I feel like you probably, like, as Caleb's, like, wrapping up on this, you rush over to him, like, let him know, like, oh, my God. Caleb! Caleb! What? Uh, we're gonna go fight vampires! <sighs> what? The, in, in the Echo Shard Mountains, they go fight vampires there. We're going to go fight them. Looks over to Arjan. Shakes his head. Arjan said we could. Shakes his head. Okay, you know what? After we take care of all the things we need to take care of here, we can travel up north and fight all the vampires you want. Yes! I wouldn't get into any wrestling competitions with them, though. Why not? Because then they could bite your neck easier. Yeah, but I don't, like, I... That's not like a vampire could, you know, like, poison me. That's how they turn you. Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's for, like, weak people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, at some point, Arjan is going to go into the building that Corey went into. Yeah, I would say, Arjan, that it's very apparent uh, that Corey is missing. Usually she's like immediately tending to the wounded uh, or like trying to trying to like always like bolster the troops, that kind of thing. But she is just vacant at this point. And you had seen the building that she was like, I'm just going to take a quick rest. Uh, so, yeah, you were able to go into the building uh cory you are just like slumped up against the wall and i like to imagine uh like arjan walks in like takes a couple steps in looks around can't see you and just hey arjan like sitting up against the wall like right out of his view from when he had walked in 
<laughs> I mean, pretty much. Oh. Oh. Are you all right? Yep. Oh, just taking a rest. Oh, did I miss anything? Not really. Uh, just, I, I guess welcoming the in-laws or uh, extended family. Like, what time of day is it at this point? It's evening. Sun's down at this point, but there's it's still active outside. <laughs> Just like squints out the window. It's like, is that sun rising or setting? Setting. Oh, did I miss dinner? Uh, no. Good, I am starved. Um, I... I never thanked you for saving me from Kodath. You didn't have to. But I'm going to. Well, you're welcome. I'd do it again. I'd probably ask first. Um. I'm sorry that I let my honor or my perception of honor with these people that have been awful to me. Um, get in the way of that. It was important to you. It was stupid. Yes, but it was important to you. Thank you, Corey. No, oh, thank you. It's not like I haven't done anything stupid. I'm gonna go make sure that somebody is actually taking care of dinner. <laughs> Corey is going to go find something enormous to consume. Oh yeah. Uh... She she has a godlike appetite. Hey. <gasps> No. Uh, yeah, I would say... You need a big god. <laughs> <laughs> or a big pizza. Uh, yeah, I would you say... You need a big saw. <laughs> that uh, there isn't... So like, it's not falling to one person to make the food. Um, Furet and Wenty are doing their best to make uh, also as much bread as they possibly can, having been set up here. Um, some of the other farmers are also bringing out their supplies, and it is a effectively just a long line of uh, just kind of like a make-your-own uh, sandwich bar kind of thing. Mm. Like, they can cut up the bread super easy, uh, and then just like, all right, here's all the schmutz. Like, there are big rounds of tomatoes. Um, there is, uh, it's dried meat. It's not the best. It wasn't necessarily meant for sandwich fixings, but it'll feed everybody who's here. Uh, there are, there's some cheese. There's not very much cheese. It's actually pretty hard to come by, all things considered. But there's enough, uh, there's enough food to go around, really. Excellent. Um, Corey's metabolism has gotten whack. Uh, so I imagine she's gonna, uh, like, she'll start off by just grabbing an entire loaf of bread, and she's gonna snack on that whilst she, like, gets her sandwich put together. 
like literally while she was talking to Arjan, uh, like there was probably like, a moment of silence and that was punctuated by like her stomach growling. Oh yeah. She she goes and gets some food. So Corey eats uh, Corey's portion is about the same size as Arjan typically gets. Yep. Also as a big boy who consumes a lot of calories. I uh, I'm gonna extend my last fourth level spell slot for this. But I'm gonna select all of the sandwich ingredients as raw material and fabricate sandwiches. <laughs> Amazing. Caleb's there's an actually catering company. So fun fact: there's no limit if it's not uh, metal or stone. My God, he <laughs> turned two loaves of bread into being able to feed everybody. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Nah uh-uh. nah. Uh-uh. Red card. We all do that. <laughs> we all do that here. Caleb could swim on land. Oh my god. So, uh, Archie, get out. Get out of this house right now. So, uh, you are able to make a variety of sandwiches for individuals to eat, uh, and the Unan. Uh, the tribesmen that have showed up with Jirana, uh, they have never seen magic like this before, and it is the coolest thing to them. Like, uh, Jirana, uh, you hear her in Draconic call back to, uh, call back to her allies and says, tonight we shall dine like Great Ma, uh, Great Ma herself. Uh, and at that, you see her put, like, four sandwiches on her plate, like, the rest of the Unan are like two sandwiches a piece. Like the smallest Unan eats like Arjan, just like, or is at least trying to. Like the fact that food is so plentiful right now, they are just like, yes, all of it. Their eyes are bigger than their tummies at this point. Kalen is just humming to himself. Be our guest, be our guest. That's copywritten, sir. We can only get Did five we... seconds. It's 15. Not with the mouse. We do five to be safe. (laughs) With the mouse. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I think the trading post will be a very good idea. They seem to be uh, lacking the... uh, How long did it take them to get down here? Uh, Based off of where they... Did Archon figure out where they're from? Uh, I would say that you'd be able to communicate with Caleb. uh, At least, like, talk to him about his understanding of it. Uh, They are far to the north uh super far north past any map that you have seen like i haven't even read any stories about that far north did you know up there there is a forest of eyes like the trees could actually see you and follow you i've got a question how long has that forest existed Uh, you can make a make a history check. I can do that. If you don't mute, I'm just gonna do that. Fine. <laughs> oh my minus one. Fourteen! Gwen, you have never heard of a forest of eyes before. That's like literally eyes? Or like the trees are alive. You're muted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, while trees are alive, yeah, but from my understanding, they will follow you as you walk, like, 
look at you, wise. Well, do you need directions? Caleb is just giving a long sippy to Corey saying this. Sometimes the trees like to give you directions. They live their entire lives in the same place. They may as well know the way around. Always ask the locals for help. You know, considering the last tree that tried to give me directions put me into a coma? No, I don't think I'd ask a tree for directions. You need to meet more trees. Consider my opinion of trees a bit stinted at the moment. Mm. Another big bite of sandwich. I'll ask one of the uh, Unan um, if they know how long that forest of eyes has been around. Uh, they say that it, uh, the forest of eyes is older than Great Ma. Great Ma. Um, thank you. Yeah, and they are just like, yeah, no problem. Like, and then are there more of these things? Like, this is incredible. It's not that they haven't had a sandwich before, but like magic sandwich. You're going to have to make them by hand. I'm all tapped out today. Looks over towards the like remnants of food. You can see that like it's sparse. There was enough to feed everybody, but it's not like there was a significant amount of leftovers as a remainder. We can't take food out of Gideon, can we? No. Gideon's made of wood. What are you talking about? Can't take food out of Gideon. Because it just... Oh, like the food inside of Gideon? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was the... Big buff draconian people. I understand. Hey, no, I'm spoken for now. I'm not even thinking about how beefy and yummy, uh, I mean, well fighting they are. Speaking of, we do need to get him at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Where Wait, did, did we, we leave, leave him Phillip? somewhere? Philip? He's not here. No. He's not at the house. He's in Marisville. Ah. Oh, you're right. We left him in Marisville. Okay. Okay. Was it Marisville or Silk Creek? Silk Creek. We left him at the Tyrant Security Branch at Silk Creek. This is true. Well, we'll, we'll get him after we're done here, right? We need to right. put a chip on Philip, honestly. I mean, we could... Yeah, we we can go whenever. <laughs> um, You're cool with just leaving these people here? I told them to make themselves at home. Yes. You, like, trust them? You look over and Jirana is just, like... Like, you can see, like, she's laughing, food spilling out of her mouth, pointing at one of the other Unan, who's, like, big tummy ache from eating too much. <laughs> Very anime. If they didn't come when they did, I don't, I don't know how much of this home would have been left. Yes, I trust them. Alright. That's all I need. Also, Kalem, I got cool new shinies from Kodeth, and I would very much like to know what they do. Do you? Will do. 
I can look at them tomorrow. I need to find Kendek. Yeah, Kendek is not a hard to find at this point. Um, like, Kendek came, got food, um, and then he and uh, Strewn sort of, like, walked off. Uh, he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't like large gatherings of people necessarily, um, but, you know, he's still, uh, he's still a present person. Um, at this point, he has kind of, like, set himself up a little bit farther away from the main group, but he still has people coming up telling him thank you. Um, and he just is like, don't mention it. It's my home too. Hey, uh, Kendek, we're almost done with that project. So I don't know how long, how much longer we'll be staying here. Are you up for a late night? And he nods affirmatively. Would you like to use this as an excuse to get away from everyone here? He nods very quickly uh, and uh, says, I would like that very much. Caleb will head nod towards the forge and start walking. And Kendek just like looks at the last half sandwich that he has, like looks to see that nobody is looking at him directly, like takes a big bite and then hands some to Stroon. And then Stroon just like one bite, like, so great that he is getting all of these all of these extra snacks he also got to eat a bunch of keshin earlier so like strun is having a great day um and we'll sort of trod along next to you um and as the two of you are making your way into the forge that is where we are going to go on our break for the evening uh so we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes so don't go no place unless it's to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com pick yourself up something nice and we'll see you guys shortly all right everybody see you soon and we're back oh shit Yes. Okay. Yes, I have been live. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hurry up! It takes so much longer to get over there. Okay, we're ready. For all of those who are joining us via audio cast, I would like to let you know that this was a very physical bit, uh, in which Danae, RJ, and LB are all in the same domicile. So, for the bit, Danae has run very swiftly from her screen, to LB's screen, to RJ's screen, and then back. And speaking of- It was not a good idea to wear socks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, their entire floor is piling wood. (laughs) Oh no, that's fantastic! But, speaking of being back, hello everybody, we have returned- Last we left off, RJ, you were going to, uh, you as Kalem were going to go with Kendek to work on, uh, to work on your spear, uh, that you have been attempting to craft for quite some time now. So roll me that magical item creation. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Do I have bean footage? Could get magic. Show some peats. One away from greatness. Can I add a 1 to that because it's a 68? Yeah, I'd say you can turn that to a 69. Nice. That's a house rule. You know that. If ever you're one away. So that's, I believe, a full completion. 
most yeah. excellent. So, uh, Kendek will, as the two of you are working, he is going to ask a question uh, for you, which is, do you ever, do you ever see things? and have them foretell what's happening. I wouldn't say they quite foretell what's going on, but I do see glimpses of who I used to be, to put in simpler terms, and they kind of heavily correlate with what's going on. When I was with the bandits, there would be some mornings where I would look to the horizon and there would be a woman dressed in red armor. On days that we would do well, she would nod towards me and then ride away. On days where we would be unfortuitous, she would simply leave. Is there some sort of check for the rider in red? Uh, make a religion check. Come on, Caleb, you're good at these. As Kendex says... This morning, I have not seen her in quite some time, but I saw her. She looked at me and nodded and didn't know what it meant. Well, given your previous dealings with her, that means you were going to succeed today. Hmm. I got a 26. This is what he's talking about is very common to those who are followers or at least those who are considered to be blessed by the Red Knight, who is a, a lesser-known deity throughout the land. She does have a brief following, but she's not very common. Well, there is a minor deity. I wouldn't call her a minor deity, but Red Knight. She's a omen of battle, as they say. And if she's appearing to you, maybe she's looking out for you. And Kendek takes that into consideration. Um, and you see that... Um, like, as you say this, he sort of looks over to the armor that he's made for himself that has, like, this reddish hue to it. And he just seems to take that into consideration as well. Um, and he asks if there's... If there are two deities that look towards me, Will they upset each other? Depending on where their portfolios lie. But I think that's a question that you're going to have to ask uh, Arjan. Hmm. Well, sometimes some deities will... Well, they don't mind quite as much. I follow both Saloon and Mistra, even though their portfolios are the same in Arcana. They're 
relationship is good with one another. If you have the time, maybe do a little research into the Knight in Red and see if any of their beliefs clash with uh, Tiamat's. And Kendak thinks this over. Um, and he he says that he doesn't know where to look but he will ask Ren next time he sees him if he will at least point him in the right direction uh, once they're close to the completion of the spear Caleb will flip the butt end to um, Kendak do you have a a maker's mark and Kendek thinks about it and he's never thought about it before as far as like marking something down for his like to show like he made it because it's either something he's wearing or like something that he's given to you or it's like a hand axe he doesn't really care about um but he will he will put the draconic symbol for red. And Kalem will flip it back, look it over, and nod his head. And that is that is what Kendek has done. Um, so uh, you are spending the rest of your evening working with Kendek late into the night at the forge. Um, at dinner, uh, Ren has shown up. Uh, with, like, bandages around his tummy uh, from where he obviously got stabbed. Uh, and he is... Uh, oh, thank you so much for following, Maddie116S. Uh, thank you. Um, and uh, he is just going to be talking to Jirana, like, learning as much as he can. He seems outright fascinated with this individual um and from your interactions with uh with ren he knows an incredible amount about most things but it seems like the unan themselves uh are somewhat of an enigma to him these are people this entire culture is something that he's never heard about he has heard of great ma the ever feasting um, but as far as where Great Ma went, um, that was something that he was unaware of. So he is very pleasantly surprised to find out that there, uh, her legacy lives on in the Yunnan. Um, and, um, I would say that with Ren's knowledge, uh, and being able to, uh, kind of like put information together, um, he would let you all know that uh, the Yunnan's tribe, where uh, the Great Ma Cavern is, is an incredibly far distance to the north through the lands that are known as the Muzkeg. Uh, the Muzkeg being kind of like this icy swamp uh, that exists to the north of the Sea of Burning Night. Uh, past that, by several hundred miles, there are still the Shard Mountains. Uh, as uh, Ren 
informs you all and lets you all know if you weren't aware uh, that the Sea of Burning Night is actually there is a land bridge uh, that connects Alira and Aldera between the two of themselves and that being the Muskeg, this incredibly dangerous place. Um, but hearing about like a forest of eyes, Ren is like, oh, tell me more about this. Um, and he is just like eating up everything that they are telling him. And then uh, is just, again, like completely enamored by their stories. It seems uh, as if this is all new information to him. Um, but is there anything that Gwen, Arjan, and Corey wanted to do while Calum was working on his spear? How far away is the tribe? from here your tribe yeah uh a quick teleport away if you hop inside of your old house are they within 10 miles no okay uh gwen might try to talk with chua and see i just check in and see how everything's going let her know what what we just faced yeah chua um chua will let you know that the tribe is going fine she saw a strange omen in the sky uh earlier mm. in the day uh it seemed as if uh like a thundercloud was rolling through but they saw the flash of what looked like an outline of a dragon uh which was very concerning uh to her anyways but uh she again she's not sure how well, what to make of that but you are able to let her yeah. know like oh it's or was like it's a dragon cool. person but like it's fine we know them uh yeah, yeah, and so yeah, chua cool like chua's more like oh cool who are these people and like <laughs> um letting her letting her know that they also have uh that they also use echo shards um mm -hmm. chua will let you know that back when the tribe uh back before uh the tribes were uh before that they were like the size that they are back when uh it was still just a dispersal of knuckles um which is a smaller goliath tribe yeah. uh back in those days um when the goliaths were still coming down and then making their way to the plains of alira they had actually come from the Echo Shard Mountains. Um, yeah. With them, like with the Tread Thunder Clan specifically, that was, uh, those gauntlets were one of the things that they have brought from, like, from the Reaches. Mm -hmm. uh, so you are guessing that maybe years and years, like a long time ago, the two, like the Unan and mm -hmm. the Tread Thunder did uh like were able to communicate with each other or like had some sort of trade uh but since arriving in the plains there has just been very little in terms of uh communication between the two to the point where chua does not know uh these group this group of people at all uh and you have to kind of explain their uh explain their backstory to her as well mm -hmm. i'll ask her about the if she knows anything about the um forest of eyes um and when you do, let me see. Chua says that she only knows of a forest of eyes as a children's fairy tale. Um, 
she doesn't she dis, does not think currently unless you inform her otherwise that it is a real place um effectively uh the story is about um some young goliath children who got lost and as they were as they entered into this wood the knots on the trees began to open and glow uh with like a pale green light in sets it was never one at a time but the trees almost had humanoid eyes that would follow them and watch these children and the this fairy tale this children's tale does not end happily the children do not make it out of the woods mm -hmm. they stay lost and in the story they become one of the trees they join this oh. arbor of eyes Wow. Well, I don't know what our plans are because we still got to deal with the whole worm dude, but we're uh, going to go up there at some point and uh, I'm going to see if I can open up trade with them again. And uh, if we can head that far north, I think it'd be good for us to kind of get another trade route so we can get some stuff from them, especially with that Goshard stuff. Yeah, she will. Uh... She will leave that up to you. Uh, she knows, uh, based off of where you've told her, a trade route might be difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically because that usually requires a land route. Uh, but if there is some way of traveling quickly between the two places, uh, she doesn't see why there wouldn't be able to be one. Are there in this world uh, any beasts large enough that fly that could carry a goliath up there like if we had a i'm thinking like griffins from world of warcraft um make a nature check <laughs> okay i'm good at these guys well 15 a 15 Minus one uh so you know at the rookery of bones uh mm -hmm. that they the ra some of the ravens that exist up there are massive in size uh they are uh as you as a player would know uh they would share a stat block with a rock roc uh mm -hmm. oh shit yes so if you were looking for flying mounts that is a great place to look noted i might have an idea chua don't worry and chua just affirms that uh she hopes you have a good idea. You are the chieftain. Thanks for your uh, your vote of confidence in me. Always. Uh, how's uh, how's my little nephew? Your niece is doing my very niece? well. I don't have my notes. I'm sorry. Uh, no, like again, she lets you know everything's going fine. Uh, it hasn't been more than a couple weeks that you've been gone. Yeah. Uh, so really, there's there's not a whole lot to report that you haven't already yeah. seen. Cool. Um, I think that's everything. But she'll want to go talk to to Kayla about the Rickery of Bones. We haven't been there, right? You have not. You have been actively avoiding going to that place <laughs> for a while now. Uh-huh. Both in-game right. and out-of-game. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, she'll uh, wish ever the, uh, wish them luck, and she'll let Chua know that she'll be probably sending um, Philip back there soonish. She asks but why. 
You don't like him? It's not that I don't like him. I'm just curious what he would do here. Help out with the children? We have... Mate, we like we have midwives, right? Raise but like, them? I mean, it, does it he do of... like puppetry or something that would be fun for them? Um, I mean, no, but he might be a good like for the when they get a little bit older. He'd probably be helpful with the whole like training of fighting thing. Just like are you saying to have that a... we our goliaths no, are no, wait, less wait, trained wait, than Philip. Wait, wait, what I'm saying is to have someone more their size. To help with the fighting, just anyways, I, you know, he's probably going to be sticking around for a while, so I just want him to. I understand that he is, he is your choice. However, I am just asking if you are leaving him here with us, is there a reason? Like, so that way, as he arrives, we can say, oh, we have this space set up. These are all the weapons that you're going to be teaching children how to fight with. Or is it going to be a situation where, like, we just sort of bring him food and let him wander around and hopefully nobody squishes him? All right, you know what? That's a good point. Um, I do want him to learn more about the tribe and about my people. He's like, um, yay, hi, on an Arak. Like, about, like, half the leg. He would get crushed so easily. I know, but I want him to learn, Okay. Plus, I want him to be safe, and I know he'll be safe there. That is true. Mm-hmm. Are you are you questioning your chieftain? No. She can't get the, the sentence out. <laughs> However, you have put us on a council to make sure that the ideas that you are coming up with are good ones. Okay, fair. Don't use my words against me. <laughs> I would never dream of it, chieftain. <laughs> Not fair. Okay, all right. I mean, I'll I'll think of something. I'll I'll think of something for him to do. Or I could just leave him out in the. I don't know. I'll figure something out. Whatever you decide, we support you. Thank you, Chua. I appreciate you. Likewise. If it comes down to it. Not that this is going to happen anytime soon. I just want to make sure that I have all of my, uh, you know, uh, Aurochs in a row. Um, what would our people be willing to go to the rookery and fight? Why would to we take it back. What do you mean take it back? Our people are already there. Okay, Not wait. Threat I thought... I thought the white dude, the white dragon dude was there. No, he, you have not heard head or tail of him for a while. Oh, so we could just go there. Yes. What's stopping us from going there? The Raven Queen. The plot. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone in the Rookery of Bones worships the Raven Queen. Yeah, but like I can go there and it'd be fine. Yep. Okay. Sure could. Yeah, we can all do that. Do Do you think that the the we have enough uh, goodwill with the the people at the rookery or with the tribe at the rookery to uh, trade with them for some big old birdies? The keepers. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, the previous chieftain lives there. Yeah. 
Oh, now I want to go there more. I miss him. All right. Okay. Good talk. Looking good. Thank you. She sort of like straightens herself <laughs> up like, oh, wow. Not often people compliment me on my looks. This is awesome. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> I will go. Gwen will go back to the group and just be like, why haven't we gone to the rookery yet, guys? LB knowing now. Uh, I, I, did we have a reason to go back to the rookery? Um, well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been longer for me than it has been for you. The reason why we would have gone to the rookery to begin with is to turn over Calum to the Raven Queen. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, that's obviously out of the question. I, I'm just, I want to go talk to the, the tribe there to like do a tradesies with them so that we can get some like big flying beasts. Um, Cause that would be fun. Also it would help with the trade route. Um, so maybe that's like a back burner thing when it's just me and Arjan again. No offense. Uh, probably. I think that the Raven Queen isn't the best, biggest fan of me. Probably not. Yeah, she probably doesn't like me very much. Yeah, weren't you supposed to give Calum to her? Yes, it, in exchange for my seasons. But you have them back. Not all of them. Which one are you missing? I'm missing Winter. I had a vision in the Feywild of Olivette falling to her death. And right. it was in the same place that I had died. And my winter season was there. I used my winter season to bring Olivette back to life. Now, there's some strange time shenanigans going on there, or Feywild trick trickery, I'm not entirely sure, because this was an older Olivette. Right, are you sure that you don't have your winter season for sure, sure? I'm fairly certain, yes. I mean, if it was Feywild bullshit, then maybe it was like, oh, it was there all along. The real winter was the friends we killed along the way. Somebody clip that. Somebody clip that. We... I can't keep doing this. <laughs> of course you can, bud. We have to actually start making shirts rather than just coming up with new ideas for them. No, that's effort. I no effort, only shirt. <laughs> now so, put that one on a shirt. <laughs> in a more just in uh, comic sans. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, would we? Uh, why do we need flying base? Well, I think it'd just be easier to. I'm thinking about trade routes. You know, I've got that business mindset since hanging out with you for so long. Like oh, uh, right. to trade with the people up at the echo with the echo stuff 
and uh and you know it to to walk there and be like a hell of a trip and then but if we could fly there then i then then trade would be a lot easier on both sides and i think we get a lot of um commerce and more of these and she like clacks her echo shard gauntlets together and that's that's actually a good point um As for, sorry, I'm I'm trying to think of what do we need to do now. Uh, What's our next move? Well, Philip is in Marisville, and I feel like we need to. Uh, we we were going to get him earlier before everything in Sharpport happened. Right. A- and then we figured out that there were worms heading to my house, which is why right. we're currently here. Oh shit! Did we figure that out? Are they here? Oh. Uh, I'm, you fought them. They were we, attached to a deer. We killed the worm deer. I don't know if everything is resolved. Uh, we had a map full of, like, telling us where the wormies were, right? You did. Right. Right, but it doesn't update in real time. That's true. Um, but I remember there were a few hot spots. But I don't know if I actually wrote down. Uh, first one, the, the, the one that we one. decided to look at was the one that was next to our, our house. That that's the one that we that we immediately went to. Uh, we also need to head to Vascal. What's going on in Vascal? That was another big hot spot. Mm, I see. All right. And they have another crystal like they had in Shropport. Right. Yes. Sorry, I remember now. There was a few pressing targets that we saw worms next to. So, yes, we should probably go and go to Vascor and make sure that that's all right. Were there a what? few more? Uh, indoor, were there a few more? Uh, Vascor, you did see that uh, on, the, on the map uh, that had the wormy blood on it that you were using to track, Vascor actually had a pretty decent size uh pretty decent amount of like the blood drippies that were on there anything any other big hot spots uh the other hot spot was there were smaller ones that were in marisville uh and then there was the one over by you and then there was one near um that was near the hollow locks as well We, we just came from the hollowed locks. You, you and I just came from the hollow locks. Yes. Uh, but that might have been before we heard about them. Right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. Battle plan. Vascor. Swing and pick up Philip on the way back. We'll have to send him a message. Points to Caleb. Uh, he is currently not working there. on a spear. You point where Calum should be. There's like the little outline that's just boop, boop, boop. <laughs> All right, we're moving this meeting to uh, to the forge immediately. Okay. We recap everything just while Calum is there. Yeah, for sure. All right, so a battle plan. We're right. Go. 
Oh, shit, I do have notes on warm locations. Uh, Shroudport, Arask, a small concentration, big concentration in Vascor, and then medium concentration in uh, Dragonforge, and then a small concentration in Hollowlocks. So Vascor sounds the most... Vascor sounds the most pressing at the moment. Of course, we should check all of the other places as well. I but... informed Arask about the concentration by them, and they said they'll be looking into it. All right. Certainly, we've told the hollow locks as well. Uh, I'm going to well, send my sprite friend back to the hollow locks to tell them about the wormies. Yes, they will do. Uh, Dusty will give you a little salute as uh, they have been there. Dusty? Yeah. Yes. Dusty, yeah, the, dust. Yep. The whole time, and then they just zip away. It's just, Corey's like, we've told the hollow locks, right? And then it's like, Dusty, zoop! He was still like, Go tell doing the a perimeter, uh, and then just gone. What's the quickest way to get to Ascor? Quickest way Sell to get to Vascor? Then... Quickest way that you know of to get to Vascor would be to hop in the house and then try and teleport as close as you possibly can to it. Uh, otherwise, Kalem, uh, if you guys went back to Shroudport, used the um, used the mythal, you could scry a location over in Vascor, and then Kalem could do his uh, his demi plane and then plane shift uh shenanigans uh, and use some pretty high level spells to get over there but they would make your trip relatively quick versus if you housed near it i think that your nearest spot would be the tribe and then you'd be looking at about at least anywhere between five to seven days travel to actually get to vascor from where the tribe is Well, the question is, how ready do we need me to be for fighting once we get there? Because we could just quickly chaunt over there with plane shift and dement or the other thing, brain fart. Sorry, I've been working yeah. on this all night. That is yes. a question that would be better answered if we know the situation there. Right. Can we should probably take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so, so my plan was we teleport the house where it needs to go and sleep in the house. Okay. I could get a beat on everything if we were to go back to Shroudport and I use the mythal. Let's do that. But we can't teleport the house to Shroudport, can we? Um, we can only teleport it to Silk Creek. Silk Creek is your closest spot, which is also surprisingly where Philip is. Hey, hey. Uh, Let's go there! There is also the option uh, of recalibrating um of recalibrating the house, losing one of your other teleportation spots, and then making somewhere near Shroudport, uh, it le like 
another spot for that. It would take we some could, time to do so, but you'd be able to. We could lose the Temple to Saloon. I have that in my own personal book. Okay. I will get to calibrating in the morning. So do we want to? So do we? Or do we want to bamf Gideon over to Shropport or Silk Creek? Yes. Should do that. Okay. All right. Tell the people bye. Should, okay. Up. Uh, sorry. One thing. Should we leave Cybra here? She is very prego. Right. Either here or with the Goliaths. True. Cybra, have a girl. Do you want to go? Do you want to stay here? Do you want to stay here with your friend, or you want to go? You want to go to the tribe? Do you want to go to the tribe? Gwen, where would you like Cybra to go? And then make Boy, an animal uh, handling check uh, to to like get Cybra to like come on, girl, like speak up when I say tribe, like that sort of thing, like to get her to uh, I rolled a more. two. A two, okay. So it doesn't matter. But uh, I think probably at the tribe. Gwen would feel more comfortable if she was at the tribe. Okay. Tribe it is. More bibbies. Bibbies. Yep. Oh, no. And then, like, the blink dog wolf things could pair up with a baby child. We discussed this. We yeah, did. for sure. Yes. For sure. For my unit. More bibbies. All right, so you hop inside Gideon, wish your goodbye uh, after Caleb is done working on his spear. Uh, so it's like 2 a.m. at this yeah. point. Yeah, we we don't just leave in the middle of the night. Like we we respectfully like Arjun's going to like make sure that everybody like knows where he's going and what he's going to do and like that everybody's like cool staying here and everything. Yeah. And I guess if Caleb still has uh, some time, he'll like go up to the Tiamat shrine. But yeah, I would say that there's definitely enough time to go to the Tiamat shrine. We don't have to roll like that, but you're just spending some time there. It's nice. It after the events of today, you've been to this. You've been to the shrine before. You were there earlier in the same day. It feels complete now like look like it just feels like a home versus a house kind of thing like there's no difference on what is hanging on the walls there is no difference than on the things that are there but being here feels correct not that it didn't before but it just feels again like this is your space not just a space you are occupying. Sweet. And yeah, so then uh, Calum is able to finish said spear in a late night of work with Kendek. Uh, Kendek is very tired now uh, afterward, but he will gladly see you off. Um, Ren lets you all know that uh, he found a spot for Jirana and crew to sleep, so... Uh, he is going to do his best to start teaching her common uh, in the morning if she is willing. Otherwise, I mean, he can't really tell her what to do. Um, but uh, with that, 
Um, you were all like waved off as you make your way towards Gideon. Uh, very quickly, zoom, 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 are able to appear on the hill next to the Goliath tribe. And is that where uh, you're resting for the evening is at the Goliath tribe? Or are you just popping in, dropping off Cybra, and then bamfing to Silt Creek? Or Silt Creek first? Or, yeah, Silt Creek yeah. first. Okay. Mm -hmm. Especially if we're dropping Philip off at the Goliath. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Well, I'll see what he wants to do when we get there. Yeah. Well, we're there. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll look for Philip. Philip is asleep because it's past two in the morning and he needs his beauty rest. Uh, and knocking on his door, uh, you hear a, Occupied! Uh, yeah. And then uh, he realizes who it is and that this is not a restroom. This is his bedroom. He was just having a weird dream. Um, he is... Uh, so when you, when you ask him, like, oh, would you like to go to the Goliath tribe? Huh. Like, what does Philip want to do? Um, Philip says, ultimately, uh, that he is he's down to really do uh, whatever it is that you would like him to do. Um, but uh, he is a, a working adventurer uh, yeah. Through, yeah. through tyrant security. Uh, he doesn't know if his boss will give him the time off uh to go to the goliath tribes or not yeah again he just woke up uh yeah. and he also says um uh that um again he's he's more than happy to go to the tribe he doesn't know what he would do there yeah yeah i know i just i kind of want you to like I wanted you to learn more, but I remember that you kind of, you're like, you're doing your own thing. Like, I'm learning how to might... run a branch. I'm I'm basically yeah. like a branch manager. I know, that's really good. And I, I don't want to, you know, step on your thing. And so I, I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. I know we kind of left and we're like, we'll be back. And then, oh my God, Shroudport, let me tell you everything. <laughs> Sure. I'll Blah. make some tea. <laughs> when we'll do a Gwen story and tell him everything. 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 And then, everything. <laughs> and then this fucking amazing dragon lady came in and we're fighting and then we killed the thing and then we killed the other thing. And then we talked and apparently they're from like the, the Echo Shard place up in the, in the mountains. Yep. It's pretty cool. Your adventures cease to never cease to amaze me. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You'll get there. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Shroudport's good to go. Uh, good to go back if you want to go back there. Uh, but, you know, magic's cool again. Uh, we totally set up someone to take it. Oh, well, to like we set up a council and stuff so good that's good to hear i'm glad that there aren't worm people exploding into worms yeah anymore yeah. that sounds really good 
yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. very and, very positive. Good outcome. Right, and now we're we're gonna go up to Bascor, and there might be worms there too, so we're probably gonna have to fight them and stuff. Um, Don't be careful. Well, yeah, you know, I'm fine. All right, how? Do you, oh, if you turn into worms, how will I know? Like if. Like, if I become a worm person? Yes, and then you try and come back and try and turn me into a worm person. How would I know? Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay, we need, like, a safe word. Yes. Okay, okay, But with okay. the worm, you know that safe word, too? I'm, look, it's very early uh, for me. I feel like I'm just spitballing things here. Yeah. How about this? Do something when you meet me that only you would do. Okay. Then I'll know it's you because if you greet me and you're acting all like not you yeah, yeah. weird, then I'll know I something's mean, I, up. I think, but we shouldn't I think talk about it. Well we shouldn't right. say what that thing is. Right. Mm -mm. Don't think about it until it happens. No. Nope. No, nope. I won't. I won't think about it at all. Good. Now, am I. Do I have. Should I pack up? No, if you want to stay here, just stay. That's okay. I just feel like there's more work to be done here than there would be at the tribe, yeah. at least for a yeah. while. Like, I understand yeah. if you want me to, like, train children and be well, their size. Well, that wouldn't be for a while. They're, I well, I'm just, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I know that you, I, you're really good with kids. And, like, I, I just want, true. yeah. Yeah, and I know you'd be a good teacher, um, and so and especially with you know being their size, you can like adjust their like footing or like you know you can see things that the other teachers can't see because they're so tall. Well, when the time comes, yeah, I would gladly be. I would gladly do this. Cool. But to be honest, being in the tribe by myself sounds terrifying. Yeah, I, now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I think you're right. Um, I just kind of, you know, they I already just didn't really safe. like me. They put up with me because I'm with you. Yeah. And if you're not there, then they're not right. really going to put up with me. They might, like, right. tie me up again and then just say, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's a little tied up at the moment. And then, like, that would be all that you would get out of that. There. What about Todd? Think about Todd. I know. Yeah, if he moves yeah, around no, they, anymore, they the rest of his fur is going to fall out. Well, true. Okay. Yeah, they'd probably eat him. So, yeah, it's probably better if you don't go back there, actually. Unless you have to. Unless I have to. Right. Okay. That I can okay. do. Sorry for waking you up. It's been a big day. That's... You know, when your betrothed is a planar hopping adventurer it's alright to get woken up at 2-3 in the morning sometimes not yeah. all the time obvi right, no. obviously like please don't yeah, make yeah, yeah. that a habit but if it is mm -hmm. I'll adjust my sleep schedule accordingly no 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 it's fine uh you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crash here for the night it's technically your building no, I'm sorry. I'm asking the group. Are we sleeping here? Or are we sleeping at the tribe? We are sleeping here. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm just. We're gonna be. We're gonna be crashing here, anyways. You uh, got extra room in that big old bed of yours. 
And he looks over and says, well, I might have to move Todd away. And like, as is any animal who is able to sleep on a bed, Todd is like splayed fully out, taking up way more room than mm -hmm, necessary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then camera shifts to the hallway and you see Todd like getting tossed out, door closes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a message to the rest of the group. All right, I'll be. I'm crashing in here. Have have a good night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, night goes by. Eventful for some, uneventfully for the rest of you. Um, and it is now morning times. Hooray! So plan for Calum is to recalibrate Gideon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Arjan, is there anything that you want to do with the Tyrant Security Branch at Silt Creek while you are here? They are a self-managing branch. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> and that's the best way to manage. Totally hands-off. Uh, and you see that, like, it's... They're doing okay. They, they... They, uh... They have said that they are like giving their major domo uh, all of the paperwork and handing uh, handing in all the quests that they can. Can you all hear me? My oh, there it goes. Uh, so they are yeah. they are do filing the paperwork as best they can. One of the best parts uh, from your end about making sure that uh, the major domos are of infernal lineage is that they all understand the importance of paperwork being filed correctly, which makes your job very easy in the long run because everything's the way that it should be uh and you can see like they've taken on a few jobs they've been like you know clearing out rats uh helping out with some hunts doing some basic construction work like it seems like they're just sort of taking on odd jobs at this point um there has not been a call for a a major adventure for this group uh but who knows so maybe someday there will be um and, uh, yeah, and then, uh, Corey, is there anything that you wanted to do this morning? I don't think I have anything specific okay. in mind. If it's early enough in the morning before we leave, Caleb will ask Corey to practice with him. I. She do. Practice what? <laughs> he holds out his spear. Ah. Yes course what else could it be um they are going to go and spar okay are you going to spar in front of the tyrant of your uh tyrant security hirees and let them know uh what lies in store with a healthy life of adventuring sure you become a lich you lose an arm and you know fight your friends fight your friends fight your friends <laughs> but like you know it's totally cool yeah uh, partway through while they're fighting, um, Caleb's using the spear for reach, and if he gets close enough to Cory, he twists the handle, and there is a red glow that overtakes the entire um, polearm. From the scabbard at his side, um, four pieces of metal fly out and attach onto the spear, and he holds it like a sword. That's fancy. Is that what you were working on? Yeah. I can even use it to cast spells. And he'll cast a firebolt through it up into the air. 
As you do, Kendex symbol glows a little bit. Because it's for fire. Mm-hmm. Like that part. And the tyrant security, like the hirees are are giving very handed claps. And uh Corey's a little bit more sluggish uh than she normally would be. Because when you take a long rest, you only get half of your uh hit dice back. Hit dice back. So she's you know, she's acting a little little sluggish, a little tired. There are some playful jabs with the butt end of his spear to her shins. She gets she gets one jab, uh, and she just like looks at you for a second, uh, and then she like uh, falls down and says, "I have been slain." <laughs> you know there are stories about a hero who got hit around the shin area and was slain. And was slain. Yeah, they were practically invincible except for that one bit. I can understand why. It hurts. <laughs> walks over and just boops her in the shin with a boot. <laughs> she, like, gives him, like, a sharp rap on his shin with just, like, her knuckles, which oh. are gauntleted, <laughs> so. Le on leather boots. Anyway, he's gonna help her up. <sighs> no, I think I'll stay down here. Need a nap? Hmm. Hmm. You just woke up snor from a long rest. You're like, I snoring. sleep here now. Fake Honestly? snoring. Eladrin don't understand how sleeping works. So it's all like, I'm asleep now. I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's basically how it works. I can't hear you. Snore. I'm sleeping. I, I can't hear you. I'm sleeping. Look, my eyes closed. I'm sorry, I have to go to sleep now. I'm asleep. And as your training session comes to a close, uh, that is when Gwen makes her way back out um, from the Tyrant Security branch that she had just spent the night in with Philip. Uh, and the four of you are able to reconvene. Uh, heading back into Gideon, uh, what spot? Uh, you said that it was the Temple to Saloon that you were giving up the uh, house transport the to. to. Okay. Yeah. Um, and instead, you are directing the house to travel to Shroudport. Excellent choice. Um, uh, do we need to? I think we need to drop Cyber, Cyber off. Yes. Yeah, the tribe. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go to the tribe first. Okay, so with a flourish of uh, with a flourish of leaves, the house is gone and reappears uh, near the tribe in the middle of the day. Uh, you end up opening up the door. Uh, I'm guessing that you're probably going to, like, go into the tribe, let Shua know, like, hey, we're going to be doing these things. Please watch over Cybra for a little bit. You're not, like, opening the door. Okay, Cybra, go. And then you just disappear again. Um, so you're leaving her in good hands. Uh, Torizo uh, will actually uh, say that he will take good care uh, of your wolf as well. Thanks. Will you just let me, let, let Shua to let, let me know when, when the babies come, okay? If I'm not here. And uh, he says that he will do he will do this thing for you. Ah, thanks, buddy. What are big That's brothers my little for? Niece. <laughs> uh, she's healthy. Uh, she's very holding loud. the sword yet. <laughs> um, 
and he says no uh she doesn't have the thing the the hands for it just yet uh but you know like she's if daggers weren't so pointy uh she could probably hold one of those mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but you can see he looks tired he is oh, yeah. a new parent uh oh, yeah. and you know he also still is is doing his best to maintain uh his duties but mm-hmm. he's doing his best because it is for the tribe yeah she'll uh she'll probably walk her we have uh, how long does it take for it to reset is it 10 minutes or something like that yeah it's about 10 minutes okay well she'll walk around for a little bit maybe maybe give like an hour or so and uh kiss kiss her niece and their brother and see chua and walk around town and yeah and then probably head out okay so yeah heading back you are all able to teleport your spot over to Shroudport. Uh, I am guessing that you place yourself on the hill, Calum, where you and Gwen uh, had initially sat after that very first foray with Farron. Um, and appearing, there, you see, like, people are still... It's It's only been, like, a couple days since the last time you were here. Uh, or no, it's been more than a couple days. Um, yeah, things are looking relatively good here in Shroudport. Um, you know, people are still cleaning up uh, a lot of the... From, you know, the uh, worms that happened. They're not cleaning up the worms themselves, but, like, buildings are still amok that sort of thing like they're doing their best to to get back to the way that things were despite the events that happened here and honestly like trade seems to be doing pretty well um ships have not yet started to arrive in the dock uh to the full extent that they were before uh ravenholt took over as the lord keeper but you know thankfully things are hopefully going to be going back to the way they were seeing your group they let you into the keep uh into the keeper's hold that is no issue and you are able to get to the mythal and then i believe as long as you are on the same plane you remain attuned to this thing so unless you have changed your attunement um you can use it just like you normally would although uh there is also the things that arjan wanted you to take a look at uh that you said that you would in the morning so arjan has like a box of goodies from uh stuff that you guys had taken throughout uh throughout your stay at the dragon hold so uh with your magics uh you are able to recognize uh the following items one an instant fortress two it is effectively a ring of genie summoning, but replace a genie with an Afriti and make it a large, like, necklace rather than a ring. You also get boots of elven kind. Huh. And on top of that, um, there are holy symbols of Grumsh and a holy symbol of Lolth that you managed to get from the Deep Seldari. And collectively... Uh, this is up for you all to do with, as this would have been made available to you while you were still at the Dragon Forge. Uh, there was quite a significant sum of money amongst all of these people as well. 
there was 600 copper pieces, 5,000 silver pieces, 7,000 gold pieces, and 800 platinum. Fuck. And 800 platinum? 800 platinum, that is correct. Um, oh, man, you're going to make me do fucking... Okay. Well, so these boots will make you more stealthier. Uh, this necklace lets you summon an Afridi. This bad boy turns into a fortress. It's just a cube. Uh, like for ants? Calum will turn. Bop! Toss. And within six seconds, there is a three-story tower just resting there where there was only a cube before. So I take it that that does not require attainment. Nope. And Kaelin walk over and boop. You guys want to see something? tight! I could animate this. Please don't. Please don't. Can you? You can. It's yeah, very then... silly. Don't like that. I don't like that at all. All right. Uh, well, uh, uh, d d are we are we like first come first serve sort of thing? I mean, whoever wants whatever. Does the uh, summoning of the Afriti uh, require attunement? Which, 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 which of yeah, these yeah, require yeah. attunement? I don't think the boots of Elven kind. The boots the do not. You just have to be wearing boots. Uh, and then the checking for it right now. I don't believe that no, the ring is requires attunement. So the Afridi chain would require, or not the Afridi chain, because that's a different item, but the necklace of Afridi summoning would require one. Instant fortress. Instant fortress. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Super fresh. Does not require attunement. So the only one that does is the Afridi. Okay. I could take the boots. But I already have plus 15 to stealth. Um, my clothing uh, is very loud. I have disadvantage boots. on stealth. <laughs> Wait, if you take the boots, then you just do normal. Hmm. I still only have a plus one. But if you take the boots, you just do normal. Yeah, and mathematically advantage is a plus four so okay plus five. i have a question plus five. when was the last time that we stealthed anything? um uh, arjan has stealthed we could have more people to stealth sure i'll take the boots Caleb looks at the small cube and if you could see under the mask there would be puppy dog eyes Towers did seem like Moyle style. Whoa, hold on. 
Ugh. Oh, wiz wizard's towers. The, the, it's well, let's not be. Let's not go to assumptions here. Because it's easy to walk over to Sean and just pat his arm. I know you mean well, buddy. Who who's taking the Afridi? Uh, I would elect Corey since she's the only one who can speak Ignan. Okay. Do do you have the achievement slot? Ah, oh, good question. Let me check. I do not. Well, if I I drop my ring of mind shielding, I could. It's it's like a an a, a free summon, right? Yeah. You summon an Afridi. Huh. And then that Afridi acts as if it is under a command spell. Let me posit this as well. Do any of us actually require an Afridi? Can no. we deal with this Afriti? Possibly free it? That's what I'm thinking. One of us attains to the ring, summons it, and offers to give the ring to it. Is it a specific Afriti, though? Or does it just grab some random Afriti off the plane of fire? Well, we can certainly, um, we can certainly see if we attune to it. Caleb, yeah. you and would know that uh, based off of your magicking of the item earlier, uh, it is tied to a specific Afriti. Okay, the one that you guys just... beat the shit out of not 24 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, we could probably just give it back. That's fine. Or we could give it to a friend. Someone who needs protection. We or can negotiate. Sell it. Uh, I don't... I can't, in good conscience, consciousness, sell a magic item that is attuned to a creature in that it is bound to them, and whenever it's used, it summons them specifically. Is it, like, sentient? Yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's a whole ass person in there. So, yeah, let's, let's quickly do the whole freeing thing. Yeah, let's, uh, let's end this servitude right now. I could send him back too. Yeah. So, okay. One of us is going to do it. Okay, you got to take that. an hour to attune to it, and enough time to say goodbye to Cybra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Corey will do it. She can speak Ignan. Uh, do we? She'll. I mean... uh, she... Corey will will take the hour to attune to it, and also to uh, transform into summer form. Okay. Uh, do we want to phrase this as a sort of uh, trade or bargain or just bye? Here, here you go. Bye. Um, Arjan, you know the Fey in me can't resist having a favor. Feels kind of icky. It it does. Well we have like. 30 seconds whenever we summon it to get a good read on it. Maybe it's... I'll have you know any deals posited while it's summoned, it is influenced by the command spell. 
So mm. it'd probably be mm. put into a hard place to negotiate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. It, it just says it obeys any commands you give it. I see. Well, fuck it. Let's wing it. Okay. Corey will summon the Afridi. Okay, and when the Afridi appears, uh, like a good neighbor, they are there. Um, and they look at your group uh, as the ones who have summoned it, and you just see like its eyes like get a little bigger, and it just sort of stands there. And if you wave at it, it like gets a kind of concerned, confused look on its face, and just waves back and like looks around like normally i'm only summoned to kill people oh um what were exactly were the conditions what what bound you to this ring exactly and um cory says in ignan sounding like a bunch of hissing and popping yeah and uh the afridi uh will let you know that um it lost a it lost a bet uh many 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 years ago uh to a uh to a drow sorcerer and as such uh they have had to serve the drow's family through this necklace for as long as they as long as they have ever since lost said bet hate to see that what's the name of this drow's family uh the name of this drow family let me look Uh, i actually was looking at these earlier today so why were you looking at them why were you looking at them see uh this would be house latraziarch latraziarch that That sounds sounds very familiar isn't that yes it does um how much vengeance are you wanting exactly here i'm sorry i'm assuming that there's uh, a need for vengeance here um i'm planning on letting you go they are like taken aback by this yeah no it sucks um it, it's i would have no need it's for not vengeance really... if i was free ah okay oh here you go oh wait first of all don't fuck with us right don't fuck with us. Sure. Cool. It's yours. Does he need a lift back? This a free like looks at the chain. Every time that we are handed a legendary magic item, we give it away immediately. <laughs> it looks back. All right. Listen though, the implications of this though. Yeah, it's horrible. Hate it's it. Horrible. <laughs> The dragon and Connor's like. <laughs> <laughs> what do I owe this? Why? Nothing. We just don't agree with someone being bound to a ring. Particular. How long do a Freety live? As long as as long as we don't die. Exactly. Yeah, that sucks. So you're free. What are your names? I will not forget uh, this. The four keeps. Uh, you can call me Corey. That's Kalim, Arjan, Gwen. 
hissing, popping, and then like the names Kayla, Marjan, and Gwen. <laughs> they just like look at this chain and then look back towards you. And they raise up a hand and you just watch as this chain just incinerates. The like it just destroys the magic item in front of it. And then it looks at the four of you again and says, I am in your debt. And a debt is the same as a chain. So I offer you this once and only once. Is there something you wish for? Oh, fuck. Oh. Is this where the episode ends? Is this where oh. the episode ends? Can you end the episode there, please? Yes. I believe that that is a good spot for us to end the episode. So I would like to oh. say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for this wonderful session of Dungeons and Dragons. It turns out that being good people can reward you way better than just having a weird Afridi slave to the end of your days. What a great time this has been. I always enjoy whenever I can have these folks on the channel, though. I would pass the torch off to RJ, but he's gone. So, hey, RJ, uh, from LB's. Hey, everybody, uh I'm RJ. You can catch me at RJ's <laughs> Twitch on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things of my life. Uh, you can catch me here as Kalem, the Shatterkai Wizard. Um, Thursday is Elegant Magic's Week. So you can see me over at G Game my GGK. I'm a magic man. <laughs> I'm on Connor Wednesdays on Open for Adventure. I'm also a magic man, but angry. Hot hot fire. I'm a magic man. Uh, Saturdays also over at GGK. I'm a. I play a logic a lot of magic men. Not even afraid. It's 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 fucking great. It's. TheNakedKidder.com! Hi, I'm LB Hacker, you can find me at LB on the Twitters and the Twitches. Uh, I'm not doing anything else this week, so uh, catch me here. Oh no, on Sunday I'll be on Slay 101 on GGK. After that, I'll be on my channel uh, at, uh, for, for, for the playthings of the gods, where they just realize they're actually going to be the playthings of the gods. It's going to be fun! Someone just had blood coming out of their eyes and got spoken through. Uh, spoiler alert! Why not them? It was great. Okay, cool. Did I care come? That just sounds like Arjan in like the first arc. Oh no. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cyber. Uh, you can find me. You can find all the things I do at several1.live. Uh, I stream. I I'm also an editor for Jabroni TV. We got stuff going up on our YouTube right now. It's Pokemon. You want to see some Pokemon? We do some Pokemon. Uh, that That's going up every Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm with RJ on Open for Adventure on Wednesday. Uh, we just fought a Medusa. And now we have to go find half of our friend's soul. Because that's a thing. Uh, you can also find me here. But you already, you already found this, so. Danaecanner.com. And speaking of Danaecanner.com, 
Hi, everybody. I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. I keep my schedule there. I try to keep it updated. Uh, and you can see all the things that I'm up to and all of the, uh, the streams that I'm in and all the games that I play in. Uh, so go there. <laughs> Check it out. DanaeKeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Tomb of Annihilation, Ghost of Saltmarsh, Tyrant Security, and much much more we upload three times a week to uh to youtube as well as anywhere audio casts are made available for free so hey guess what you can find us there as all those places but speaking of things that are being made available for free you can go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures to check up on our after show called nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other so if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at that Patreon. I will post the link in the Twitch chat to the side right over. Yeah, so if you feel like supporting us, hey, that'd be really cool. Otherwise, financial things got hard in 2020 for a lot of folks. So I completely understand that. That's why our podcast is free. Go and check that out. Uh, we are going to be heading off, though. So I would like to say... Thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for tonight's session. Thank you to these wonderful players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And because the one player who is communicating with the Ifrit about the wish is going to be gone next week. Hey, guess what, champs? We'll see you in two weeks. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!